I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Welcome back, guys. Welcome back to Awkward Sex in the City. I don't know why I'm saying it so, like, blomp, blomp. Um, at least that's how I felt like I was saying it. It's been a weekend, y'all. It's been a long weekend in a, in a great way, um, which I will talk about in a second. This is a solo episode. So, yeah, buckle up uh, for me to talk too fast, even though I haven't had any caffeine. I actually haven't had caffeine in, like, no, I had Red Bull two days ago. I had a Jaeger bomb this Saturday. Uh, I haven't done a Jaeger bomb since I think college. Um, fun fact about me is I do actually really love Jaeger and Jaeger bombs, uh, which is surprising because I don't like the taste of black licorice and Jaeger definitely tastes like black licorice. So who knows what a conundrum. Uh, how will we solve this mystery? But yeah, guys, welcome back. Uh, keep saying it so weird. Welcome back. <laughs> I hope you guys are doing okay. I hope uh, you're feeling hopeful. I hope cases are low where you're at. I think New York, I think um, last time I checked, we had hit the lowest positivity like percentage or positivity rate, whatever you want to call it, yesterday. And I would assume, I'm just, I'm Googling it now, so I apologize. Uh, I would assume that it would go, yep, we have now hit a six-month low, 2.01% for our seven-day average. That is amazing. Um, It just does feel like so much hope on the other side. 
I may sound exhausted because I definitely am, but it's a different type of exhaustion. I haven't felt this type of exhaustion uh, since pre-COVID. Um, Friday was my live show. And then the next morning, we got, me and Aaron got up, got up at 5.50 a.m. to make us, I think it was like a 7.07 a.m. train to see my family. It was my nephew's birthday plus Mother's Day. Um, and that's very pre-COVID life for me. Um, I don't talk about this often. Uh, I think because, I don't know, it probably doesn't matter. But I think now going through COVID, it's kind of, I see how it's important to talk about like time management and how that's very important for me and being aware of when I'm getting exhausted. It's very, like, I don't think people understand how hard it is to balance sometimes, at least for me all the times, how hard it is to balance a day job, a creative profession and your family. Like it was almost (laughs) when I booked this show, I booked this show back in April no, March. I booked this show back in March and was super excited. There was nothing on the calendar. I was just very ready to like slowly dip my toes back into what that life looks like, especially after the year before being like, you know, very exhausted and overwhelmed and not having the vocabulary to understand what I was going through mentally and physically and, and figuring out like where my, or yeah, figure out where like where my boundaries were or what they look like or how to even implement those. Um, so that being said, I was definitely very nervous for like the beginning of touring again and doing shows again. Like, what does that look like with now the new knowledge I have about myself and my needs and then partnered, partnered that or, or pairing that with also, you know, being engaged to a great person and us both having separate family obligations on, you know, different sides of the families and work and bills and the amount of time I need for myself, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So that being said, I think I've said that being said three times now in the span of five minutes. (laughs) What was I trying to explain? Been a long weekend. It's Monday. Uh, so I'm actually doing this between my lunch break. So I'm just like, let's get this shit scheduled. Anywho, what I am trying to say is when I booked the show, nothing was on the calendar. And it felt like a very nice first step into bringing back old parts of my life back into my life. And then literally the next day, I got a text about this, my nephew's birthday party, which super excited to go to. But it was kind of like just a flashback of like, oh, wow, like here we go again, learning how to schedule and do all these things and not get overwhelmed. Sorry, guys, my my head's all over the place. I am all over the place today. And I will be probably until I sleep one more night, <laughs> one more good night's sleep. Um, because, again, you can schedule everything as well as you can, but you cannot predict what is going to happen, right? So I knew going into this weekend, it was going to be a little exhausting, not that much alone time. And me and Aaron both were like, all right, because well, Aaron came to the show as well. I um, was like, all right, well, you know, the show will be done by 10 New York. You know, we can't really hang out that late anymore until like things are lifted. Uh, So we'll be in bed by 11, you know, get up at like 6 a.m. We'll pack before, et cetera, et cetera, and be, you know, get a decent amount of sleep. Show went really well. 
Thank you. Uh, and thank you for anyone that bought a live stream ticket. There were a lot. That's really fucking cool. But the show went well. People came to see me. People are buying me and Aaron drinks left and right, which again, thank you. Um, so next thing we know, we're not home until one. And now we're super drunk in a fun way. Um, and we're like, well, we have to eat something. So I don't think... I don't think I fell asleep till like 2 a.m. And then, like I said, our I set our alarm for 5.50 a.m. because we had not packed either. We thought we would be able to pack when we got home. And we were like, no, we cannot handle this right now. Um, and so you're just, you're going to something exhausted uh, and a lot of being on and things like that. This is really boring. I don't know why I'm talking about it in length like this. I think what I'm trying to say is, or like the theme of this episode is kind of now uh, we, as we start to slowly open up as cases go down and, you know, hopefully and theoretically it'll keep going down and, you know, hopefully we've gotten through the worst of it. Some of us have learned a lot about ourselves and our needs and, and our, our needs have changed maybe through this past, you know, year, 14, 15, 16 months that we've gone through where we've had to, uh, cope and figure out what is best for us. So like for me, I can only speak for my experience. I know now way more about what my needs are here and now at 32, right? Uh, and I did not know or did not know how to uh, explain what my needs were before back in 2019 when I was really uh, depressed and overwhelmed and and dealing with like panic attacks and anxiety and all that good shit. But now I but now I know, right? Now I do know, now know whatever the fuck I was trying to say there. And that's great, right? That's the first step. The first step is admitting that you now know what you need. Now <laughs> as we go into this new phase of whatever this is for us, being vaccinated, restrictions lifted. I said that wrong, weird. Restrictions lifted, all of that. That's very anxiety inducing already. And that's fair. I mean, there's parts of like the show and being out with friends and being indoors with people that I haven't seen in like years. That was very anxious. That made me very anxious. And so I guess, again, like all I'm trying to say or, or um, convey is and again, only speaking from my point of view and my experiences, like I definitely knew that, you know, reopening was going to make me anxious and that was going to be, you know, a very like baby step type of situation where um, you just take it as it goes, I guess. But I forgot about the other parts, right? I forgot about, you know, as things reopen, that also means that like, um, things in our past that we didn't have to deal with, like, you know, visiting families, schedules, things like that are going to come right back. Like there isn't going to be like a, like a baby step situation. It's just going to go like right back to like what it was kind of, if that makes sense, which at least again, in my experience is what is happening. Um, like <laughs> getting, getting the text of like, oh, we're going to do this birthday party this day was like an immediate moment of like, oh shit, this is like exactly what happened the last time. It's like I'd have shows booked here and there and then I would get so exhausted and overwhelmed and just not having time for myself. Um, and so then how do we go 
along or go ahead and implement now our needs on top of things that were already hard to balance and hard to communicate, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And I guess for me, like what I've learned, I mean, the biggest thing that I learned, and I've definitely talked about this in the podcast multiple times, the biggest thing I learned that I had to do was one, actually implement boundaries with people and myself and to ask for help. So, and that's really hard to do when you are a people pleaser and you don't like to be, you know, don't like to feel as if you're a burden. That's something that I struggle with a lot is like trying to, is feeling like a burden and it's just simply asking for help. And so my, I guess my only advice is really just like to still do it. Like, I know that part's scary. I know those boundaries are scary. And I know like prioritizing yourself is scary. And I know uh, speaking out when you need help or you need this and that is scary. Um, Cause I'm always scared. Like last week, I mean, again, cause Aaron is fucking amazing. Last week he was doing like everything because I was working. And then when I wasn't working, I was like practicing for the show. And and like producing for the show. And I like completely have forgotten how to produce. Like sending two emails um exhausts me. Like I need like a two-hour nap afterwards. And so I had to learn how to ask for help, which included like having him oh my god, I'm so sorry. Having him go pick up like Mother's Day cards and birthday cards and pick up um a toy for my nephew and things like that. And like the day prior to asking him to do those things for me, because he was already doing so much, I was just like, no, Nellie, just put in your schedule, just put in your schedule. And then finally Aaron was like, Hey, I'm going here and here. Do you need me to do anything? And I was just like, Well, actually, I need this. And he was like, Yeah, of course. And then I was just like, I don't, I don't know why that was so exhausting for me to ask you that or why that was so filled with so much like dread asking you that. And he was like, he was just, I mean, long story short, he's basically like, it's never an imposition. Like this is part of like a partnership. But yeah, I mean, I guess it's just this part is also going to be hard. Like asking for help. I got on to work today and I was like, my call it my queue. My queue was like filled to the max with like uh people that needed to be helped. And I was like, whoa, like I haven't seen that many in my my inbox in a really long time. And then I was like, oh right, because you had the day off. Uh, but people didn't know that. And so literally I was just like, hey guys, um I got a lot of I got a lot of tickets if anyone wants them. And the next thing I know they're like out of my inbox. And it's like, oh right, just ask for help. If people don't want don't want to help, they can say no. And same for you too. Like if you don't have the ability to do that right now, you can say no, you know? You know? For me, there is a fear of forgetting how to do all the things that I learned last year uh, for myself. And so it's nice to see that um I am learning how to balance a little better and say no and ask for help. I guess what I'm trying to say is like, if I can keep doing it, you can keep doing it. Um, 
because no one wants to go back to the past, right? Like I don't, I don't want to go. When I look back at myself at there at like at a specific time, I'm just like, who the hell were you? Like you were so sad and so tired. You were so tired all the time as I'm yawning all over this podcast. Um, I guess this is like a physical exhaustion, not like a mental overwhelming dread um, exhaustion like the past. But and I, I guess I kind of like reminded myself that too. But like I've definitely let habits slip as well. Like I haven't been exercising as much as I normally do, which is definitely not going to make it into this week because we have more traveling coming up. But is like I want to put back in. And I was like, you need to start meditating again in the morning. And I did this morning. I meditated. And of course, I use the Calm app, which is super pricey. I think it's 75 bucks a year, but I do highly recommend it. And every time like I meditate, it's always like exactly what I needed to hear. Um, like this one was about depression and like just and feelings and things like that and your emotions. And she has the most calming voice, Tamara, Tamara, Tamara. Um, and she's just like these. Everything changes. It'll eventually change, even if it feels like it's forever. And I was just like, oh, you are so right. Because I was feeling like a lot of a lot of emotions this morning. And I was like, that's so true. You're so smart and calming. Calm app. Um, yeah, just like making time for yourself again and shit like that. I do though. This is a hard pivot, <laughs> but I did mention that you know I got on the train. It was the first time me and Aaron have been you know back on the Amtrak, and oh my god, the boomers are coming in hot. At least on that plane ride or not plane ride, that train ride. Like the one guy next to us was like always talking on his phone, and when he was talking on his phone. He did not have his mask on, he took his fucking shoes off, which the only reason I noticed was because the like uh, the a, a person on on Amtrak like made an announcement of like, keep your shoes on. And then at one point I'm like talking to Aaron. So this guy's like in my periphery and I see him pull out like a huge deli um, bag filled with Swiss cheese and he's just rolling it up and eating it and like here's the thing. No judgment on that at all. I have done low carb so much of my life. I have eaten so much cheese individually in my life, but it was like, I'm not going to bring a smelly ass cheese on public transportation. That's just fucking rude. And then him and the guy behind him kept going back and forth. And then the lady behind us just at one point she started singing and someone was like, hey, can you please stop singing? And she was like, oh, my God, could you hear me? And it's like, yes, because you were singing loudly. And then she was like, I'm so sorry. I'm so I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Have a blessed day. I'm so sorry. And then she started singing again, the same fucking song. And it was something religious because she kept saying Lord. And I was just like, I am not here for this. It is eight o'clock in the morning. I am hung the fuck over. This is not okay. And they announced that they're going to 100% capacity by the end of May. And I was truly shocked by that. <laughs> that whole experience. Oh my God. And also just props to anyone that has to wear a mask for eight hours for their job. Because wearing a mask for like five hours, I was like miserable. It like starts giving me like headaches in the back of my head because it's like pulling my ears. And I was like, wow, I'm such a baby. Like people do this. People wear this all day at work. Are you guys excited for the summer? I'm very excited for the summer. I like, I'm very tempted to 
take the rest of the day off of work because I'm so tired. But then I'm like, but you want to save these days for the summer. Anywho, I don't know. Was that important at all to talk about? I hope so. I hope that makes you feel just seen in some sort of way. And also, like, even like even the show, like, um, all the comedians were so nervous because none of them had done indoor shows in, like, over a year. And a lot of them were like, yeah, I didn't do any shows over the year. Because a lot of us just did not like Zoom. I think I did two Zoom shows, and I was like, I hate this. And so again, like I physically and mentally needed a break too, just from everything. And so that was definitely the right choice for me. And obviously I wasn't the only one that made that choice, but everyone was just so nervous and anxious of just like, what is the new beginning? What does it look like? And it looks like ripping a bandaid off. Uh, and it's a little, you're going to stumble. Like I definitely stumbled, like, you know, performing on Friday, like it, I didn't feel my best. But also I did feel my best like being on stage, if that makes sense. Like it was so happy to be back on stage, but but everything is just kind of murky. Everything is just gonna kind of be murky for a little bit. And I guess the theme of the episode is just to be truly kind to yourself and that you do have the power and the ability within yourself to implement the new changes in your life, IRL. It's super easy to give yourself breaks when there's nothing to do. Or to put up boundaries when you don't have to see your family for over a year and things like that. If that's something that you have to do or something that you need. But you do have the ability to do that. Even if it feels like it's too hard. Speaking from personal experience, I can attest that you, whoever's listening, whoever needs to hear this, can definitely do it. And it's probably going to make you feel anxious. But it's definitely worth it. Like, it's definitely worth it. Like, even just looking back at last week of just Aaron doing basically everything, it's just like, I don't know if I could have done it without him. And it's okay to not be able to do everything without help. Like, I don't, none of us should have to. What a bumpy ride it's going to be going back into society again, guys. But I highly trust us and I, I'm here for that journey. I don't know. I'm going to sleep so good tonight. I have therapy tonight too. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm talking so much today. But it's me talking about myself, which I love, even if I pretend like I don't. Um, Yeah, I think I'm just going to, there guys, it's going to be as short and sweet as this, as short and sweet as this could be, as I babbled and bumbled all through that. Thank you again if you bought live stream tickets. Thank you again if you came to the show. We will be back at Littlefield uh, another Friday night on June 11th. Um, I'd love to have you guys there. I'll let you know more information as we get closer. Remember to breathe. Remember to wash your hands. I say still wear your mask. I'm still wearing, like, obviously indoors, but I'm still wearing it outdoors as well for the most part. Um, Because it's still happening. Like, as great as numbers, as great as numbers are going down, especially, like, very rapidly in New York City, if that's where you're at, it's still happening. There's still hospitalizations. There's still new cases. There's still new deaths. Um, so it just, for me again, and, um, I'm saying this as someone like, I'm not judging anyone. I've done as much as I can to protect myself and my family. I'm just saying that that's just the way that I want to go personally. Okay. We'll just mask it up. Um, and hopefully we keep the mask on when someone's sick. Uh, cause obviously that fucking works, but guys, I will see you next week. We will talk next week and I hope 
you have an amazing hump day and or any day that you're listening right now. Bye, guys. Okay.